Blog Talk Radio. Fantastic Friday the 13th of November. That's right, Friday the 13th is generally considered an unlucky day. And one of the reasons is on Friday the 13th of October in the year 1307, King Philip IV of France arrested hundreds of the Knights Templar and had them put to death. It seems that they had amassed a considerable amount of wealth that he wanted for himself, and he decided to take it. Going along with this, it's suggested that the treasure of the Knights Templar might be buried under Oak Island, Nova Scotia. There's currently a show airing on the History Channel, The Curse of Oak Island, where now Modern-day treasure hunters are trying to find it, and it looks like they're hot on the trail. This treasure hunt has been going on for over 200 years, and it's quite an interesting story. But now, back to our main topic. I turned on the news tonight, and it seems that all hell is breaking loose in Paris, France. And I thought, well, what could this be? I think... It's probably a Muslim terrorist attack, and that's exactly what the news services are saying. And we look over here at the Drudge Report. There's headlines, apocalyptic scenes, military deployed, French president closes borders, first curfew since 1944, gunmen shout Allah Akbar. Well, what do you expect? And it's for Syria. ISIS celebrates Paris in flames, and on and on. It's kind of what you expect because this open borders policy going on in Europe is doing nothing but causing problems. I imagine these Muslim hordes or these migrants, as they call them, have been pouring into France, into Sweden. And what's up with Angela Merkel? Is she trying to commit suicide for Germany? It seems now they've even got to the point where they're deciding that maybe Germans should serve one year of mandatory service to serve the migrants and help out the migrant situation. And I think they spent something like $22 billion on these migrants, so-called migrants, mostly Muslim men of military age, not what you would call political refugees, and they are bringing the country down. They say Every one of them will have four wives and 27 children. Now, what do you suppose that's going to do to a country that has a negative population growth of its native population? Most of Europe is in decline population-wise. They're going to set up a caliphate. They're just planning to overwhelm everyone by population, and then they're doing their thing in Paris. 
but I don't think it's going to stay in Paris. I think it's going to go all over the place, and it will be an excuse to bring on the police state here, just like a previous attack. They decided to have the Orwellian named Patriot Act. It's nothing patriotic about it. It was just an excuse to have more police state government. And I've heard rumblings now. Some pundits have said, well, Obama's acting more and more like he just wants to stay in office. Well, maybe they could have an excuse for that because everyone seems to say that Hillary is in poor health. Drudge report showed her wigged out pictures with and without a wig. I must say, yeah, everything looks pretty nice with a wig on, but too much bad lifestyle is probably catching up to her. And, of course, she has that brain damage caused by a fall. No one seems to be mentioning that. Reportedly, she's had three strokes. She's had a fall, double vision, and her mental abilities are impaired. And some observers have said it looks like she's on steroids when she's publicly appearing to kind of get her functional. Isn't that what they did with Hitler? I think when Hitler made a public appearance in his later days, they had to shoot him up with steroids, amphetamines, crystal meth, whatever, to get him pumped up and looking halfway coherent and functional. So it brings up the question, what happens if a presidential candidate dies prior to the election? What happens if a presidential candidate dies between the popular vote and the electoral college? Does that mean the electors are free to vote for whomever they want? Do they just have to vote for who's on the vice presidential ticket? I don't know. It's something that needs to be looked into. If you're listening, and I know there's people out there, here's a shout-out to Lazy Michelle. She's in the chat room. If you... Want to call in? You want to talk about anything at all? The guest call in line is 310-807-5158 or toll free 877-878-1431. And with that, let's take a look. I'm trying to see what new headlines might have popped up because this is all brand new. I'm sure in the 11 o'clock news. Tonight, there'll be plenty going on here. So far, all we can tell is there's over 150 people dead. Multiple attacks, hostages taken, suicide bombings, all going down at once. Now, how could they have missed this? Why did we not expect it? Because, you see, in November 30th, there's this big climate meeting going on in Paris where they're planning to bring on the globalist government. You see, we all have to pay taxes to Al Gore to stop this global warming. No, climate change. No, climate disruption, whatever they call it at the day. And there's actually people who have said in surveys in large numbers that anyone who is, quote, a climate denier should be arrested. 
kind of sounds like the Middle Ages when the Catholic Church was rounding up people who thought maybe the earth revolves around the sun instead of vice versa. Except astronomy is more explicit. You can actually take mathematical measurements. This climate business, that's all just faith and religion devolving us down into Agenda 21. Now, on the home front, I expect there's going to be more problems with police action. And in fact, there was a headline there about a home being broken into in Los Angeles, I believe. And the police came. They were called to investigate. And the thieves were unable to break into the gun safe where the homeowner had guns stored. But the police were more successful. The police then broke into the gun safe, took some of the guns, not all of the guns, took the ammunition and magazines and left, and they wouldn't give a reason for why they took them. They just said, well, for safety purposes, in case the so-called thieves came back, and they wouldn't give the guns back. Then maybe later they gave the guns back, but they wouldn't give the ammunition back. They just want to see how far they can push these things and deprive people of their Second Amendment. But I'll tell you this, when someone goes off and launches an attack in a restaurant or theater like was going on in Paris, you'd be better off packing heat, definitely. you got to protect yourself because, as they say, when minutes count, when seconds count, rather, the police are only minutes away. And time and time again, it's shown that the police just sit back and formulate a plan and do things necessarily in a timely manner. So now, what's going on politically? The the Donald has not faded from view, and Ben Carson is in there neck and neck with him, and everyone else seems to be the ones that are fading. So, what are they going to do? One of the Clinton cronies, Larry Nichols, was on Alex Jones' show today or yesterday talking about how the Clinton game plan works. And it's all very calculated. And he explained the three points in the game plan and that when something works, you just keep doing it over and over again, which is what they do. And when Hillary didn't follow the game plan, Obama beat her out in the previous election. So they're sticking with the game plan, which is to run Trump, uh, no, run Hillary versus Jeb Bush. That way, even in a worst case scenario, the globalists win. But now they got to figure out a way to get Trump out of the picture. They're just beside themselves and they're talking, let's draft Romney. Mitt Romney, the loser, who couldn't even beat out Obama in the second term after people already knew he was the worst president in history. Well, how's that going to go? I think there's a lot of suicide going on in the world politically and economically. The Europeans are certainly committing suicide. 
Sweden, well, they're getting overwhelmed. Germany, overwhelmed. Hungary, they're keeping them out. Hungary's going to survive. Remember, I think I mentioned last week, failure to maintain adequate borders is probably the leading cause, or one of the three leading causes of civilization just disappearing off the map. The Roman Empire, they survived hideous empires, Caligula, Nero, all those bad boys. But what they couldn't survive is the lack of enforceable borders. When they couldn't maintain the borders, the barbarians poured over, and when they tore down the aqueducts, that would be equivalent to us losing our electricity, and life would come to a halt, and the Roman civilization just disappeared, and now we have a bunch of ruins. From what was really a fantastic feat of engineering and civilization over 2,000 years ago. And before that, the Egyptians, same deal. The Egyptians had a pretty good civilization going, and the borders could not be maintained. The hordes poured in, and what happened to the pharaohs and the Egyptian dynasties? History, but we see the pyramids. And we see Ben Carson saying, well, they were used to store grain. I don't know where he's coming from because it would seem very logical to put them to use as a grain storage mechanism, but they've been opened up and they've been found to be burial chambers. So I guess he can believe what he wants. Very strange indeed, but... Nevertheless, he's number two, and it seems that Donald can do no wrong because there's one issue that overrides everything, trumps everything, if you want to use a pun. It's immigration. We have got to have enforceable borders. Now, what else is in the news? Political correctness all over again. It's just like the 1960s. Maybe... You remember SDS, Students for a Democratic Society? I'm trying to see if I have the music Strange Days and I don't have it handy. It'd be about time to play something from the 60s because those student uprisings are at it and it's all in the guise like Pol Pot, Mao in his red book, Communist Revolution, Anarchy. They're trying to bring that stuff back. It's like a time warp. Free education? Well, why free education? The people paying for it are the ones with the least education, the ones who don't go to college, who presumably have less income, and they will be financing the people who have more income. No, I don't think that's going to work. After all, why, why, why is tuition so high anyhow? It's because they they can charge that much because people will pay it. And that people will pay it because they can borrow money. Now, it goes to show you 
you go to college, you borrow money, you get a degree, then you come out in debt. And after you pay off the debt, have you really made more money? I don't know about that. It depends on how good your degree is. If you've got a degree in the humanities and arts, probably not. You're not going to make a whole lot of money. If you come out with a degree in education, probably not a whole lot of money. If you come out with a degree in electrical engineering, yeah. Ka-ching, there's where the money is. If you come out with a degree in law, yeah, you can make a lot of money, but you'll put in a lot of work. The playing against that is these H-1B visas. Disney did it. They fired their workforce and replaced them with foreigners. There's at least three cases lately where companies have just said, okay, you're done. We're going to hire foreigners on these H-1B visas to take your job, and you are going to train your replacement. And if you don't train your replacement, you are going to have to forfeit your severance pay. I just wish someone with a pile of money would say, I'm going to launch a startup. I'm going to hire you all if you Start immediately. Sign on and start your new job immediately and just abandon those bums who have fired you and you'll be better off than taking your severance pay. So far, no takers on that. And who's behind all this? Who's behind the campus unrest? Whenever there's a problem, it's George Soros. Remember, George Soros, the Nazi war criminal, George Soros, the Jew who denied his faith to go to work for the Nazis to help the Nazis round up Jews and send them to the death camps. And what did George Soros say as an excuse? He said, well, I got to look out for number one. I got to save myself. If I didn't do it, someone else will. And he was interviewed about this. And let's hear the interview how he explained himself and what his excuse was. These are pictures from 1944 of what happened to George Soros' friends and neighbors. You're a Hungarian Jew who mm-hmm. escaped the Holocaust mm-hmm. by posing as a Christian. Right. And you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. I was 14 years old. And I would say that that's when my character was made. In what way? That one should think ahead. and One should understand and and anticipate events. And when... When one is threatened, it was a tremendous threat of evil. I mean, it was a a very personal experience of evil. My understanding is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. Yes, that's right, yes. I mean, that sounds like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Not, not at all, not at all. Maybe as a child you don't uh, you don't see the connection, but it was uh, it created no uh, no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. For example, that I'm Jewish and here I am watching these people go. I could just as easily be there. I could be there. None of that. Well, of course I could. Uh, I could be on the other side. Or I could be the one for whom the thing is being taken away. But 
there was no sense that I shouldn't be there because that was, uh, well, actually, in a funny way, it's just like the markets. Uh, that if I weren't there, uh, of course, I wasn't doing it, but somebody else would, would, would be taking it away anyhow. And it was the, uh, whether I was there or not, I was only a spectator. The property was being taken away. So the, I had no role in taking away that property. So I had no sense of guilt. Okay, no sense of guilt. 14-year-old war criminal kind of says, no problem, he says. And that's been that way ever since. No problem, whatever he does. No problem at all. Well, what do you think? And I'm looking for callers. Someone's got to call in. I know people are listening and they just don't want to call in. 310-807-5158. Or with that, we'll just see what else is going on currently. I can get my computer to respond. Seems that there's a new kind of thing going on for people run up their page views by having pages reload automatically. And I don't seem to have any way to stop that. Okay, let's Well, here's a goodie. Porn star who had sex with mystery HIV actor fears epidemic. Yeah, it seems like there's some mystery actor who's spreading AIDS all around and is not being revealed in the news. They're keeping him secret. But some people apparently know who it is. Here's one. Slept with at least 50 adult actresses and transsexuals. Well... Sign of the times. Then teen committed suicide by cobra bites. There's a lot of suicide going on. Austria to build fence. Hungry prime minister. European-American left importing voters with open borders. And that's exactly right. Because what's happening is that Obama is losing Democrat votes from the unions. I think they're finally waking up and seeing that his policies are just decimating their jobs. They won't vote Democrat anymore. If you're a coal miner, surely you can see it by now. They're killing the coal industry. And it's the oil industry who's actually backing a lot of this anti-carbon nonsense because it eliminates their biggest competitor, coal, and then they're going to crank up the prices again. Just you wait. People are going out buying all these big SUVs. That's right. Now, they'll sell all these big SUVs, and then guess what's going to happen? The price is going to go up. You'll be back to $4 a gallon, or you'll look for the days when $4 seemed like a low price. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a little break, and I'll be right back.
Okay. That's a little blast from the 60s. Since the colleges seem to be back in the 60s again, you pretty much expect that. Now, before we get out of here, there's one last thing I need to talk about. I'm looking for people to do an interview. If you've ever had a reaction to a vaccine, especially the flu shot, which they push every year, I'd like to hear about it. We're going to cover that section, and I'm trying to get some authorities on the subject to discuss all these vaccines and whether there's any truth to some of the paranoia about things being added to them, shall we say. The conspiracy theorists seem to think that. There's some degree of evidence that things like autism are increasing. So... Please, ask your friends. Put it out in your media. Do you know anyone who's had a reaction of any kind? And if that's the case, email me, theprimedirective at me.com. Theprimedirective at me.com. And I will try to interview you either on the show or off the air for a delayed interview, and we're, we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. It should be a great show. We've had other great shows in the past with Dr. Vic and Dr. John in particular have come up with some really good stuff. So I need your help here. And with that, let's just take one more look at the headlines I canceled our regular scheduled show today in case something out of the ordinary happened with this terrorist attack. Well, here's a good one. You know this Google self-driving car? Well, it seems like it's only good for driving, putting around on city streets. It cannot go over 25 miles per hour. So here it was backing up traffic going... 24 miles per hour on a 35 mile per hour zone and the car got pulled over but apparently not ticketed for tying up traffic. We'll see more and more of these problems as the self-driving cars get loose out there. And Google says, We've capped the speed of our prototype vehicles at 25 miles per hour for safety reasons, the Post explained. We want them to feel friendly and approachable rather than zooming scarily through neighborhood streets. Hmm. Well, it certainly cuts down on the amount of skill it takes to navigate when you're going severely below the speed limit and going slower than other cars, just sitting at stop signs, waiting for an all-clear. When human drivers have to use some degree of aggression to get into congested intersections rather than waiting like a student driver for the all-clear. Now, what are these robots going to do? Well, I don't know, but... Remember the game plan. The game plan is to take humans out of the equation, replace us with robots as much as possible. 
especially like in the fast food restaurants, $15 an hour, no way. So I hope by next week we will have an exciting guest on the show and we can get into some of these interesting topics that the conspiracy theorists are trying to get into. But in the meanwhile, we are out of time for today. So next week, right here, 10 p.m., hopefully for an hour. See you then. Okay, we're out of here.